Hi folks this is your dispatch riders podcast a series bringing you exciting and enthralling indian war stories stories about great indian battles stories about incidents that happened during war time and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the indian armed forces stay tuned with me in this episode i will tell you the story of an air crash of an Indian Air Force plane carrying the Prime Minister of India that crashed in Jorhat in Assam. Miraculously, all the passengers on the flight, the Prime Minister and all civil dignitaries accompanying him, survived the crash and literally walked out of it. The entire crew, consisting of five Indian Air Force officers, the best aviators in the business, perished. Stay on. November 4, 1977. The Prime Minister of India, Sri Moraji Desai, was scheduled to visit the northeastern states of India on an official tour. He was to fly from Delhi to Jorhat in Assam, and for this journey, an aircraft of the Indian Air Force headquarters communications squadron, also known as the Com Squadron or the VIP Squadron, was to ferry the Prime Minister and his entourage to Jorhat. and returned to Delhi accompanying the prime minister were his son Kantibai Desai Mr John Lobo who was the chief of the intelligence bureau and Mr P K Thungon the chief minister of Arunachal Pradesh the crew comprised of wing commander Clarence Joseph Dilima the pilot in command squadron leader Matthew Siriak the co-pilot wing commander Joginder Singh the navigator Squadron leader VVS Sankar the flight engineer and flight lieutenant OP Arora the flight signaller bear in mind that the best of the best aviators in the Indian Air Force form part of the VIP squadron apart from the operational crew there was flight lieutenant Ravindran who was under training and three other non-commissioned officers on board The aircraft assigned for this sortie was a Tupolev Tu-124 bearing registration number V643, a twin-engine aircraft specially used for VIP movement. In the 70s, the aerodromes across the eastern part of India were not equipped with sophisticated navigation and landing systems. Jorhat Airport did not even have electric flares which are the lights in a straight line on either side of the runway which help the pilot identify the runway and the landing path from the air and align the aircraft with it while landing If night landing at the airport did become necessary then something called goose flares were used Goose flares were essentially kerosene lamps which would be put along the runway edges to light up the runway for the approaching aircraft Also during winters the sun sets very early in the east and it is dark by 5 pm 
The weather is unpredictable and keeps changing with the cloud cover almost permanent. Keeping all of the above in consideration, the cut-off time for any flight to land at Jorat was 1600 hours or 4 pm each day. Also, as per the standard drill practice for a sortie to the northeast, the aircraft was to fly from Delhi to Bagdogra at a high altitude. Upon reaching Bagdogra, the pilot had to assess the weather conditions and either descend into the Brahmaputra Valley or divert to Kolkata, which was the nearest airport equipped with instrument landing systems. If the pilot descended, he had to commit to land as it was not possible or safe to come out of the valley once in, keeping in mind poor visibility with hills all around and fuel constraints. The Tupolev Tu-124 aircraft was equipped with an instrument landing system. But any instrument landing system has to have the necessary ground equivalent system which was not available at Jorhat. In such a situation, the navigator on board had to use his skills and knowledge along with information like speed, heading, etc. and some instruments which were basically direction finders to direct the aircraft to the airfield. What was not available was a distance measuring equipment or DME which would tell them how far the aircraft was from the runway. In the next segments, I will take you through the details of the flight from the time it took off from Delhi with VIP passengers on board till the tragic event at Jorhat some time later. Stay tuned. The VIP squadron flight took off from Palam Airport, Delhi at 5 pm on November 4, 1977. Keep in mind that the cut-off time for it to land at Jorhat was 4 p.m. Upon reaching Bagdogra, the pilots, Wing Commander Dilima and Squadron Leader Syriac, committed to proceed to Jorhat. The airport was enveloped in darkness and was under a cloud cover, but they had with them a very competent navigator, Wing Commander Juginder Singh, who successfully directed the pilots to Jorhat Airport. When they descended into Jorhat, about 100 minutes after the takeoff from Delhi and broke through the cloud cover, the pilot could see the runway ahead. But Wing Commander Dilima realized that the aircraft was positioned slightly off the runway, slightly high and too near the runway. The pilot decided to go around, which means about landing, fly over the runway, gain height, turn back and come in for a fresh approach for landing. This time calculating more precisely the distance, direction and alignment of the aircraft with the runway. This procedure is called a timed circuit. Each leg that is flying out of the runway, turning right or left, then turning in the opposite direction of the runway, is timed precisely and the same time periods are used to turn right or left again twice to align again to the runway for landing. What probably happened was that with the wind factor, the aircraft had been pushed away farther than estimated before it turned around to align itself for landing. Since the pilot thought that they were nearer to the runway than they actually were, the aircraft was at a lower height than optimal. At this juncture, there seemed to be another critical oversight. 
the two altimeters in the aircraft had not been reset to show the altitude relative to the airport height rather than altitude above sea level. Lastly, the flaps and landing gear had been dropped for landing and the aircraft was absolutely horizontal while approaching the runway. This results in very limited forward visibility from the cockpit. To complicate matters further, there was total darkness all around. No one in the aircraft realized that they were too low to make it to the runway. Welcome back. You are listening to the story about the VIP plane crash at Jorhat in Assam with the Prime Minister and other VIPs on board on November 4, 1977. We left the story where the aircraft, after having one missed approach, was coming in for a second approach to land and unknown to anyone, the plane was too low to make it to the runway. Let's continue with the story. The front part of the aircraft hit a tall Kika tree. The nose of the aircraft was ripped apart, especially from below. Everything from the bottom part of the cockpit fell open. The first to be thrown out of the aircraft was Wing Commander Dilima, who fell about 50 meters from the tree, followed by Wing Commander Juginder Singh. Matthew Syriac, Aurora and Sankar were the last to be thrown out, all falling in a heap. The aircraft continued to descend and landed on a bamboo cultivation which completely cushioned the impact. It slid a few meters and came to a halt. The time was 7.42 pm. The aircraft had crashed a few hundred meters short of the runway. By sheer luck, all those either at the back of the aircraft or seated on the right side were saved. This included Flight Lieutenant Ravindran, who had moved towards the rear of the aircraft seconds before the crash, and Kanti Bhai Desai, who was seated to the left side but decided to move to the right again just seconds before. The Prime Minister and others were seated in positions where there was virtually no impact. The surviving crew were the first to react. They threw open the doors and evacuated everyone to safety. Flight Lieutenant Ravindran and one Corporal Upadhyay then walked about 4 kilometers till they reached the flight control and alerted them. By then, the airport was sure the aircraft had crashed but had no idea where or how far. The Prime Minister, his son, one Chief Minister and a senior police officer along with four crew members actually walked out of the crash and lived to tell the tale. You just heard the story about the plane crash in Jorhat in 1977, where the Prime Minister and a few others literally walked out unscathed. The pilot, co-pilot, navigator, flight engineer and flight signaller were all killed. Some of the questions that come to mind are Number 1. When the cutoff time to land at Jorhat Airport was 4 pm, why was the decision taken to proceed to Jorhat when the takeoff time itself was 5 pm? Number 2. Upon reaching Bagdogra, 
It was clear that the weather was marginal in the Brahmaputra valley. Why did the pilot commit to descend and land instead of diverting to Kolkata? Number 3. Why did Jorhat Airport give permission to the incoming aircraft to land? I am sure the court of inquiry would have found the answers to all of these. While the passengers and some crew members had a miraculous escape from the crash, it was tragic that the Indian Air Force lost some of its best aviators who displayed dedication to duty till the last moments. Those crew members that perished were Wing Commander Clarence Joseph De Lima, Wing Commander Juginder Singh, Squadron Leader Matthew Siriak, Squadron Leader VVS Sankar, and Flight Lieutenant O.P. Arora. A big salute to them. Lastly, in remembrance for those who sacrificed their lives 43 years ago, a bicycle expedition was organized from Jorhat to Delhi in early 2020 consisting of 13 air warriors from the Air Headquarters Communication Squadron. So that was the story folks about the plane crash where the Prime Minister and other VIPs on board the flight had a miraculous escape but all the crew members were killed. That's all in this episode. I'll be back with the next equally interesting story very soon. This is your dispatch rider signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye.